What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashika Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This is season four. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiva? Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go. go. Welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. We are so grateful to be in the airwaves again with you ladies, and we are excited about our guest that is with us today. She is no stranger to our podcast, and so we want to welcome her back, Elizabeth Woodson. What's up, Elizabeth? Thank you. Hey, y'all. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with y'all today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Leah, go ahead and just drop her whole bio. I'm going to drop your whole bio in case you don't um, About know the scholar. Okay. Elizabeth. The and um, yes, first of all, if y'all really want to get the backstory, you can go back and listen to the discipleship series when Elizabeth Woodson was on and she talked uh, to us about pursuing racial justice as a part of You always pre-gamer, pre, pre but this is about something different. So yes. go ahead and so drop her bio. Listen to that. <laughs> And then also join us here as we talk with Elizabeth. She is a Bible teacher and an author, passionate about equipping believers to understand the rich theological truths in scripture. We are yes, here for that. Always. She loves helping people internalize their faith and connect it practically to everyday life. We are also so here for that. We are so about that as it's in our mission. Um, she's author of the forthcoming book, Embrace Your Life, How to Find Joy When the Life You Have yes. is Not the Life You Hope For. And this is what we're talking about today. The book drops on March 22nd, but you can pre-order it now. Yes. Elizabeth, thank you so much for having this conversation I'm with us. I'm clapping for I'm clapping for Oh my gosh. I am. I am. Our, our no, we are. Hands. We're so glad because I feel like this is a conversation that connects with so many of us right now. Yes. Um, in various stages of life of just really wrestling with like, sort of the 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 life, the lot that you were given, not necessarily matching what you imagined for yourself, mm-hmm. right? And how do we reckon with that tension? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, thanks so much. Um, where are you coming from right now? Where are you at? <laughs> I am in Dallas, Texas, a place that it wants to be wintery, but it's not. And I need it to be <laughs> 70 degrees outside. And it's not that. And that Ooh. makes me sad. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yes. T- tell us what inspired you to write Embrace Your Life. Talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, I think it was a mixture of my own personal life experience and ministry experience. And so mm. um, for the past seven years, you know, I've just worked on church staff. And part of that is just helping people navigate through life. And you have people who walk into your office and they got issues that ain't going away the next day. And so how do you help people Get, live in the reality that they've been given and not give them sugary, sweet answers. So that doesn't help people. Yeah. You can kind of give people this high hope and that gets them excited and they walk out your office and it doesn't prove to be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how do you help people navigate some heavy things, but then also my own life? And, mm-hmm. you know, I tell people the book is not a book about singleness, but navigating my own single journey has been a way in which I found, okay, Lord, you have not answered my prayer for marriage in the affirmative as of yet. 
And how do I not just live, but thrive? Mm -hmm. Because I always saw that there were two groups of people. There are people who had really heavy things and they thrive. They were killing it in the streets. And then there are other people who just stuck. Mm -hmm. Like they, year after year after year, same conversations, Mm -hmm. same prayer requests, same issues. And you're just like, yo, there's something. Because it's not just because you're carrying something heavy. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the way that you're viewing what you're carrying Ooh. or how you're interacting with it or view God in the mix of that. Mm. And so it was a journey I believe the Lord took me on that I wanted to share with people because I knew I wasn't the only one mm-hmm. who's dealt with longing. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just wanted to share what I believe that God had given me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that jumps right in. Like for us, one of the things that stuck out the most about your yes. words is that issue of longing. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just start, let's just put a quarter yeah. in it right there and park right there. <laughs> for a little bit. Share yeah. a little bit about yes. that. With talk us. to us about yeah. what yeah. what do you mean when you talk about longings and what are some of the markers that show us we're wrestling with the longing? Yeah, you know, I think everyone could probably say that at some point in their lives that what their life looked like was not what they wanted it to look like. Mm -hmm. Come Um, on. So again, the easiest one for most people is singleness. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you want to be married, but you're single. But Mm -hmm. everybody has longing. And again, that ministry taught me that. So I talked to moms who, you know, they have a great husband, but they're infertile, right? Mm -hmm. So how do they Mm -hmm. deal with this? I can't have children. Mm -hmm. Or you have financial issues or your marriage is hard or you have a chronic illness or you just have a disappointing season Mm -hmm. or you don't have the friends you want to. Maybe you move to a new place and you don't really want to be there or you don't like your job. Like we could all go down the list. (laughs) And it is this that we live in imperfection. Um, Mm -hmm. And for so many reasons that we don't have time to go into today. But is that longing exists in all of our lives. It is a part of our, our reality as humans who live in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And so instead of it's running from our longing, how do we live with it? Because you will have it in every season. Mm-hmm. So what you long for might come, but then you're in another season and your longing is just something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the times, you know, I think we run from our longing with just a, just a multitude of opportunities to escape from things that our culture mm-hmm. provides us. Mm-hmm. The joke I always make is like, I have Amazon Prime boxes outside my house too. Uh, <laughs> and the right. pandemic, maybe we all ordered a few too many things, uh-huh. but it just is like, we're trying to do something with the nagging feeling or mm-hmm. it's food or it's just pouring ourselves into a relationship that we don't really need to be there mm-hmm. or we're withdrawing. So we're actually really angry or we're short right. with our with our family. Like there's just our behavior is an indicator that something interior yeah. is going on. But mm-hmm. we don't stop to slow down enough mm-hmm. to see that. We just keep moving through the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I wanted to do is like, you got to stop and you yeah. have to really be able to examine something's wrong and what is it? And it's okay to not be okay. You yeah. don't have to have it all together. It is okay to say, I don't want this life. <laughs> I don't want what I've been given. Yeah. Um, because I think that's the first part is just admitting it and being honest with yourself and really being honest with God. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, just the the concept of like, which I deeply relate to. I think we all can. Yeah. You're either trying to make that feeling go away, but really... That feeling, I mean, it's like pain in our bodies, right? It's mm-hmm. telling us something is off. Yeah. And we can stop and pay attention to it and tend to it, or we can do all these other things to make it go away. Mm-hmm. So what are some of those? I mean, you talked about this a little bit already, these unhealthy and healthy ways that we manage our longings. You talked about some of these unhealthy ways. Yeah. How can we pay attention to the pain and manage it in a way where it where 
you know, maybe we don't feel like, okay, if I pay yeah. attention to it, it's going to drown me. Like, it's going to kill me yeah. if I actually look at it. Yeah. Y'all ever feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to look at it because yeah. if I actually face it, it's yeah. going to be the right. death of me. And can right. I add something to that? Because even as you were talking, Elizabeth, I was thinking about how expectations can also drive yeah. the longing. Yeah. So how do we examine our expectation yeah. in light of our longings? Ooh. Yeah. You know, what is our expectation about a particular situation? You know, did I expect um, this? Did I expect marriage to be easy? Again, I think I go back to marriage and singleness because it seems to be a pretty easy um, example for people to relate to. There's a whole bunch of different things you could talk about. But where did I get that expectation from? And is that an appropriate expectation? Or should my expectation be something different? And again, sometimes we just have to keep it real with ourselves. Mm-hmm. That what we expect it to be is not a great expectation. And we gave that to ourselves mm-hmm. and the Lord didn't give that to us. Mm-hmm. Um, that we expect life to be easy. Mm-hmm. My, my mother is the best because she just used to stray. She's like, life is hard. <laughs> it's just hard. <laughs> I was like, Shout out to all the mamas. <laughs> all all mamas. Keep it a hundred. Okay. Keep okay. it a buck keep every it. time. The black mamas got that, like, honestly. Like, I'm just going to tell you the truth. Because it's hard and you don't need to learn how to deal with it. Yes. And I think we all have this expectation <laughs> that difficulty and suffering won't find us. And if it does find us, we did something wrong. Something and wrong. so we just mm-hmm. need to check a box to get it right again. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, sometimes there are no answers for what you're going through, except that God is Lord and he's got it in control and mm-hmm. he will carry you through. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, where do we get our expectations from? And that's just being real with ourselves that sometimes... Are they the Lord's expectations of what we've seen in scripture about what life with him is like? Or is it something we picked up from our friends? We picked it from culture or something we really want to be true and it's not true. And misplaced expectations cause a disappointment and longing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are these six, I know, what are these six practices you (laughs) outline in your book that help us renew our perspective to embrace our life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first one is um, self-examination, right? So you've mm-hmm. got to be able to be honest with yourself. The Lord helps us in that process. The Lord is always good with calling us on our stuff. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> pull it out the dark. Right. The right. <laughs> and then right. you have, okay, so Elizabeth, I can't run away from my pain. What do I do with it? And I believe what scripture tells us is that we lament it. Mm-hmm. Like we bring it to the Lord. And sometimes you need to grieve some stuff. Like some mm-hmm. stuff is a legitimate loss and you need to grieve it as a loss. Um, and that grieving period is a season, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, this is not a, you need to get over this in one week or less and you'll be right back on track. Nah, mm-hmm. but it ain't yeah. that. It's a season. That's right. Um, and I use the story of Joshua to walk mm-hmm. through these practices. And after Moses dies, they mourn Moses' death for yeah. a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And so we see lament in, in the book of Psalms. There's so many Psalms of lament. So yeah. it's like scripture shows us, grieve your pain before the Lord, but lament is, is pregnant with hope. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to bring it before the Lord if you don't believe he can't do something about it. Now we yeah. don't know what something may be, but we believe he's powerful and he's sovereign and he cares and he's faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so with our lament, it said, how do we cultivate and practice hope mm-hmm. um, and practice remembering that we are part of a story that is bigger than our pain? Mm-hmm. Like there is this one thing or maybe a few things that are hard. But you've got a whole life that is full of blessing and goodness. Give us eyes to see the goodness, Lord. Give us eyes to see what you have. And so after hope, you have remembrance. Who is God? What is his character? What Mm -hmm. has he promised? And what does he have for us? Yeah. Because I believe God has a huge calling on our lives. 
that helps us say there is something for me to live for. Because it's a question of you're sitting, you're laying in your bed. I don't want to put my feet on the floor today. Today mm-hmm. is not the day, and I'm not the one. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. I do not want to show up. Yeah, I don't, don't want to show up. Show up. Yeah. Negative. Immediately. Yeah. No. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and the Lord reminds us, you do need to show up for the day, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is calling for you in the simplest things, and I'm reminding ourselves of the significance of what it means for us to live for the Lord and for the people that we've been placed in community with okay. when we're feeling good and we're not feeling good. And there's grace in that, right? It's yeah. not saying that we all need to be doing a million things. Sometimes the best thing you can do is stay in the bed, but pray, yeah. read your word, um, listen to something that's going to renew your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our journeys were, are really slow and too mm-hmm. healing. Yeah. Um, and then it's embracing faith, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, if God's called me to something, what's that next step? Mm-hmm. What is this next step for me to serve the people around me, to, to imagine what life could be like? What goodness do I have left? And let me get a renewed vision for that. Mm-hmm. And then it's joy. Because ultimately, through this process, you recognize the only reason I have any of this, that I'm not stuck in my pain without any solutions, is because mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yeah. I have an eternal hope that brings um, hope in, and joy into the present. Like it's both mm-hmm. present and future. Mm-hmm. And so the simple things, like how do I cultivate gratitude and celebration? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every morning, Lord, this is what you did. The sun and moon and the stars are great. Mm-hmm. I love the flowers. Yes. Let's thank God for some specific things. Yeah. Thank you for that friend that called Come me. On. When I was Bring it into through. the urban context okay. where we're not always going to see flowers okay. when we look out the window. Okay. 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 No grass. Okay. 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 But we thank you, Lord, because, mm-hmm. you know, you helped me do well in that meeting I was That's really worried right. about yeah. on the job. Yeah. You helped me make it through this conversation. You have, oh. I've, I've been in my bed and tears in my eyes, crying out to the Lord, and had a friend just text me. And she was just mm-hmm. like, yo, I just feel like somebody, which is always mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, um, told me to text you. Do you need <laughs> me to pray for you? I was like, listen, listen. Yeah. Jesus yeah. is real. I need prayer. That's uh-huh. right. Next right later. But That's it's like, right. you know, the Lord sees us and he meets us. But mm-hmm. when we have pain, our pain can cloud what God is doing. And so mm-hmm. how do we move the cloud move to the see cloud. clearly yeah. mm-hmm. while we walk with the pain? Mm. Yeah, mm. that is so good. It's so good to mm. remind the sisters that like God never stops showing up in the pain. Yes. Like even if he doesn't remove you from yeah. it, yeah. he's always showing up somewhere yeah. in it. Yes. And what sustains us is seeking his face in it Yeah, so yeah. that we can walk with him through it. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Which was so dope because one, I love that you brought the life of Joshua and his story Mm -hmm. to um, this very topic. And on top of that, particularly the chapter, I think it's like chapter one that is embrace help. Like, I was like, keep it just as practical (laughs) as I need right now today. (laughs) Like, embrace help. And let's talk about who the helper is. And so talk to us about, I don't want to give it all away because I just want people just to bless (laughs) you, okay, financially, number one, okay, okay, by the book, okay. But talk to us about Joshua as this guy and about his journey with God. You know, um, talk to us a little bit about that. And then also how we, I know I'm tacking on one, but how... 
we see the Holy Spirit as helper Mm -hmm. through Old Testament scripture. Girl, when you dropped it, I was like, come now, come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Joshua, Joshua to me, it's always this fascinating um, person in scripture um, because he is just mad faithful. Like mm-hmm. he is faithful to the end. I think if people might be familiar with uh, words that he would have said, it said, for me and my house, mm-hmm. so we're going to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you have a man who was born in slavery. Like he, mm-hmm. was, he was a slave in Egypt and he, he was delivered by the hand of God through Moses and began to be Moses' right-hand man. So he mm-hmm. was high in leadership, leading Israel for 40 years as they doing the fool mm-hmm. and helping Moses. And living towards the promise. Like that is one of the most, to me, beautiful things about Israel mm-hmm. is they lived with the hope of promise mm-hmm. being fulfilled yeah. for generations. That's generations. Right. Generations. Yes. Like they were yes. telling the story and telling the story. Yeah. And then you get to this point where the promise is about to be fulfilled. Like yeah. what your mama and your mama's mama and your mama's mama mama waited on. Waited on. Is here. Is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Moses dies. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get to go into the promised land. And I, you know, sometimes we read mm. through scripture and just like, we think people are just like superhuman and they don't have emotions and they don't have feelings, yeah. right? It's a different culture. So you don't know specifically, but I want to believe that that was hard for Joshua. Mm-hmm. And I want to believe that the man that he had spent his life serving, that now he had to go lead 2 million people across yeah. the Jordan River. And he had to do it as number one. And anybody in leadership knows leadership is lonely. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. You're just like, mm-hmm. you got to go out there and hold us together for your people. But when mm-hmm. it's you and the Lord, you're like, what are we doing? That's right. <laughs> I am lost. Help me. Uh, help me, Jesus. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you see him mourn and grieve in Deuteronomy 34. That's why it's so important for us to read what comes before and after a passage because you'll read Joshua 1 9 and be like, okay, Lord, you feel a little insensitive. Moses died. Get up. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, can I have some time? Yes. <laughs> Look about this. Yes. And yes. he grieves. And then he just repeats the promises that he has mm-hmm. given Israel for generations to Joshua. He tells mm-hmm. him to be strong and courageous. He tells him, I will be with you. Mm-hmm. No one will be able to stand against you. You will mm-hmm. accomplish all these things. He gives him vision for his life. Yeah. And in some sense tells him, I'm the sovereign God who holds all authority. I'm faithful. I'm in control. And you're going to crush it. Yeah. You got mission. I know you're grieving. You got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that is the message that in some sense God gives us. I know life mm-hmm. is hard but you got to go because I'm mm-hmm. doing something and I'm doing mm-hmm. something through you and we got work to do and Ooh. I will go with you. Mm-hmm. You are With so the long cool. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Uh, uh. No. <laughs> and so we think about the Holy Spirit. I'm going to try to remember the Holy Spirit. It is, the, the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, which means that he was present before creation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't think about him until he shows up at Pentecost in the New Testament But the Holy Spirit uh, was present in the lives of the people of God, but his indwelling was not permanent. So we Mm -hmm. see a permanent indwelling because of Jesus. But in the Old Testament, you see the spirit indwelling and working in people, the spirit, um, Mm -hmm. like you read when the spirit left, right? Mm -hmm. So when the spirit left Saul, Mm -hmm. when the spirit comes on David, and that's God's anointing over David. Mm -hmm. And you see that God... um, Moses blesses Joshua before he dies and the spirit comes on Joshua. Mm-hmm. And it's this divine enablement to do what he's called to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like that same spirit indwells all believers today right. mm-hmm. that he 
the spirit that he prays in our behalf, that he is the one that teaches us all things, Mm -hmm. that he will give you wisdom and discernment. And he's also been a part of creation and been a part of the world since the very beginning. He is everything you would attribute to Jesus or God, the father, you attribute to God, the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. He is sovereign. He is faithful. He is all knowing, all powerful. Come on girl. And he's in you. Yes. have help. Now we got to submit to the help. And that's another mm-hmm. chapter I did not write. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's you for your help. second book. Right. That's what your second two. book says. Second okay. Book. <laughs> Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of the Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one-sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. I appreciate too that like we're we're among uh, female theologians yes. here. You know what I'm saying? And we can talk about just how wonderful it is that like what you said, you get this shadow yes. of the spirit in the Old Testament and, and how wisdom is actually manifested because mm-hmm. of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And then flash forward to, right? And I was even thinking about how there is this same uh, parallel between when the apostles in Acts, right? Mm-hmm. Like hands and pray and they're filled with boldness mm-hmm. and it's this stirring up of the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And so that they can go and do mm-hmm. what God has yeah. called them to do mm-hmm. and how true that is for us mm-hmm. um, as we, pray the the spirit is stirred up in us and we're able to go and mm-hmm. do uh what God has called us to do with his with God's power yeah. with God's help yeah. So, yeah 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 so i mean everything going on in today's world mm-hmm. we've got a lot of tension mm-hmm. we got anxiety running high for us all how have you been able to find joy in the midst of these last couple of years yeah yeah Joy for me um, has really been remembering, one has been remembering the small things. Mm -hmm. And so it is like good friends and community. So there came a point in the Mm -hmm. pandemic where I lived by myself. I just had to go. I was like, I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to have to go find a friend because I can't be in a house by myself Mm -hmm. because I'm not, it's not going to work right. Yeah. Um, And so how do I thank God for just really good people who have loved me and cared for me. Mm. Um, and so part for me is being thankful for the small things. And I'm a reflective person. And so thinking over the past few years, it's like, God, you brought that person, you brought that person, you brought that situation in which you blessed me. And so it's mm. being able to name the things mm-hmm. because naming the things give me confidence that there will be future things. Yes. Um, and so that's been mm. really helpful for me. And then it's just like, life is to be enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether it's good food, it is art, it is music, it is culture, sure. it's yeah. a good TV show that makes mm-hmm. you laugh and yes. it's really simple. I watch Abbott Elementary. It oh. is the cutest show. It yes. is clean. And it's like, I want um somebody look at me like Gregory looks at Janine. Like, can we just have that? <laughs> But it's just like, let me enjoy the world that God has given. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and ground myself in the moments where my anxiety is high and I feel really overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Okay, Elizabeth, you need to stop. Because I, I don't give you guys in the book spiritual practices that I don't do anymore. Mm-hmm. I still do them. And yeah. I'm like, okay, in this moment, do you need to remember? Do you need to cultivate celebration and joy? Mm-hmm. What about faith? Like sometimes you just need to do, you just need to go. I know mm-hmm. you're afraid. I know you're fearful. Mm-hmm. But this moment, we do hard things, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. This is me talking to myself. Yeah. I need to go. Right. Um, yeah. right. And so it's a mixture of those things, but it really is being intentional. We will not accidentally cultivate joy in our life. Mm-hmm. And so we have to intentionally make time, mm-hmm. make decisions to say, this is true. How do I bring it before me? Because we feed ourselves with stuff. You through your social media feed, through the news we watch, the people we hang out with, yeah. we can either feed our fears or we Truth. can feed our faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, through the yeah. word that you're reading, like yeah. need to words. So all those things to me, it's intentional choices. And a lot of it has been where's the goodness? I can believe in future goodness. Mm-hmm. And then let me just enjoy the world you've created, God. Yeah. 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 All of that is like straight up reflective of what God has modeled through God's people in mm-hmm. the word, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not even, and and I love that you're encouraging us. Like you're not giving us anything that you're not doing and you're not doing anything that's not been already modeled Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for us in God's yeah. word. Like you think yeah. about how God's established a pattern for the people of God to celebrate, right? Yeah. Like God yeah. established a pattern for mm-hmm. his people to stop and remember. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. all of these things are yes. already modeled for us. Yeah. And so when we fall into those rhythms, we're falling into life-giving rhythms because yeah. they were given by yeah. the living God yeah. to his people. Yeah. Um, and, I, and so there's so much, yeah, yeah, there's so much life in that. Yeah. And I think that's why I love what you're, what you're communicating mm-hmm. um, to us, because I think for, for us as people today, we often do not look at the biblical narrative of scripture and and be able to see like, no, this is how we are invited to practice these things. We often will um, isolate these two things from one another. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, is the Lord even near? God is not near. You know, it will take us down this whole path. Yeah. And you're saying, listen, these are just simple everyday practices mm-hmm. that you can delight in and create a rhythm and a habit of doing, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, Yeah. And so I think it's, yeah, it's necessary. It's essential. And it is in scripture. It's all over scripture. Yeah. What's your hope for people as they read this book? What's your hope for them? My hope is that they believe that hope is always possible. Mm. Uh, That hopelessness is really easy to slip into our minds mm-hmm. and our hearts and that no matter how hard a situation they're walking through, because some people it's something simple and it's just a disappointing season for other people. It's really heavy yeah, and it's really hard and the answers aren't easy and they've looked for the answers everywhere. Yeah. And they're like, God, like, where are you in this? Mm-hmm. And that they would, they would be reminded that he's right there with them and he's mm-hmm. never left mm-hmm. and that he is working on their behalf, even if they can't see it. And that hope, for newness and hope for change, even if it's not the change we want, it's yeah. still mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. Um, and to me, I think that is ultimate for me is that people give, get some hooks to hang their hat on, That's right. some guardrails for the journey and they just yeah. start walking. Mm-hmm. Even if the place they start walking in is just lament. Like, yeah. I need to grieve it. Like I need to just be, give myself the freedom to be sad. Yeah. Um, that that's my hope is that they believe that hope is always possible. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your words are so life-giving. I, can I just, can I just <laughs> say that? <laughs> like, so real, oh and so, like, rooted, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. just, I mean... Authentic. Yeah. So authentic. Yeah. So we thank God for your authentic voice to mm-hmm. the people, and Aww. thank you for putting your words out for the people. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, ladies, that y'all are going to be blessed by Elizabeth's book. Yes. Um, Go grab it. Embrace your life. Go grab yes. it. Yes. So March 22, 2022 yep. coming yep. out. Um, where can people pick up a copy of the book? Yeah. Where can people follow along with your work online? Mm-hmm. You can pick up a pop- copy of the book anywhere books are sold. Amazon is the easiest place. You can go to lifeway.com, christianbook.com to but Lifeway, you'll probably get it at your door the next day because um, that's what they do. <laughs> and then um, if you want to keep up with me, you can visit my website, elizabethwoodson.org. Or you can follow me on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Miss Jazzy Liz, M-I-S-S-J-A-Z-Z-Y-I-I-C. You Jazzy? Hey, Jazzy. You know, we try. Girl, we went to your website. I said, look at her now. Okay, come on. Bring all that beauty to the web. Well, Elizabeth, we love to have our guests pray for us in closing. But before we do that, tell us like what you're talking about grounding yourself in joy and celebration what are you celebrating right now what is bringing you joy right now lifetime um right now um what's bringing me joy is just the process of uh putting a book out into the world and so some people i've talked about a little bit before on social but my grandmother wrote books and Mm. she wrote children's books and she was never able to get them published Mm. and so that i get to publish a book and kind of continue what she did in her legacy to me is like, yes, Nana. Yes. We're here for it. Yes. Come on, yeah. deposits. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Come on. That's just, woo, <laughs> yes. girl. You are your ancestors' wildest dreams, dreams. okay? Amen. Come on. <laughs> you know, we will that is a note of celebration for us to end with joy. Thank you so much. Will you yes. pray for us and for the ladies yes. that are listening? Yes. Yeah. Well, I just thank you for the opportunity uh, to just talk about you and to talk about your goodness and to talk about the ways in which you provide for us and always have. And so I pray just for everyone listening to this conversation and I pray for the people who just feel really stuck and they feel really hopeless. Lord, you give them some light that you would bring some joy their way, that you would remind them of what is true and beautiful and you would give them hope and hope that a life with you is not a losing life, even though we're dealing with a loss, um, that you still have goodness for us and have a beautiful future for us because you're a good God. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Have a blessed day, ladies.